All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap the small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com that's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com. Hey, boys and girls. We are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing reveal from our happy customer, Jackie Farrow. Do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. We're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, mental detecting and treasure running radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, I see that... Uh... <laughs> nice, Grayson. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Chuck had to mail a few out for Easter. <laughs> And I see the comment there from Bill. Everyone thought it was going to be a rerun. Well, see, sometimes that's what people get for thinking. <laughs> no, uh, actually, it could have been. It could have been a rerun. But uh, rather than running an archive, I figured, well, we're going to go live. We're going to do a short show because... People are probably, you know, trying to stay out of a diabetic coma from Easter dinner. <laughs> uh, but hopefully, though, everybody had a safe holiday, a fun holiday, and, and some good food. I'm sure there was plenty of good food. And... Yeah, see, Frank even thought it was an archive night. We fooled you all. <laughs> that's okay. That, that's okay. Believe me, and and I would have been okay with it being an archive night. But got a lot of projects getting into this week and everything. So who knows? There may be an archive coming up and. Maybe by doing a little bit of a show tonight, it actually sets me in one place for a while so I can quit trying to tear up that ankle. But that's the way it goes. Either way, obviously it's open lines. We can talk about all the good fixings everybody had. I mean, we smoked a 10-pound ham, 10-pound spiral ham Friday. It was tasty. Not bad, not bad at all. Uh, I believe this Friday we're going to do some uh, smoked marinated barbecue chicken breast. We'll see. We'll see. Either way, links in the chat, in the description. First and foremost, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, The Ring Finders, Snook website, Harry Shannon's website, Midwest Refineries. There's also Ohio Metal Detecting, Detect Ed Outdoors, Old Metal Militia, and Crazy Spider Adventures all on YouTube. Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa Treasure Hunters, The Relic Hunters, Detect America, and Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound all on Facebook, if you're into the Facebook side of things. You can catch Frank, Steve, Ronnie, 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday nights, multicasting Facebook, YouTube. You can catch Shelly and Dawn, Can You Dig It, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
page, simulcast on Facebook, YouTube. And I think that covers all of that. And apparently we are officially into the mowing season. I see that uh, Jesse Pritchard and Ohio Relic Hunter both got their first mow of the year in this year. And I believe everybody all around us for like a block has mowed their yard this week. And I do mean everybody. That is, except for me. We have not. And as long as I can put it off, I'm hoping <laughs> that we won't have to do any sort of mowing until uh, next month. I'll do what I can anyway. Who knows? I don't know. I've got uh, I've got too much other stuff going on to worry about that. And we see the Bortners are in. Uh, I don't remember. They may be taking a trip here very soon. Uh, not sure. Good lord, Stat says no mowing here, just got rid of 11 inches of snow. Wow. Good grief. And it looks like, yeah, it looks like Chuck's getting ready for, for that time of the year as well. We're going to try to hold off. Um, hmm. Paddle Masters in the house. Nice. Good to see you, buddy. Sounds like he's enjoying the race. It is that time of the year. Certainly. And, uh... I'm not sure... Apparently, Scott had made a post that I must have missed. There must have been something about a headstone. Not real sure. I know he's been, well, he had been busy taking in a few hunts. And obviously, he's back home now. Um... Which I'll I'll have to go back and check in my messages. I I believe I could be wrong. I believe that it was Scott that was willing to come back onto the show and talk about some recent events that he's attended. So if you'd like to hear from him and the events that he attended, let us know. Uh, and you never know, we may still have him on anyway. <laughs> but that's the way it is. 
definitely that's the way it is. It, it's been a while since we've talked to, uh, it's been a while since we've talked to Scott. Um, let's see here. Uh, what is going on here? Oh, yeah. See, I got sidetracked, and all of a sudden, I noticed there was somebody trying to call in, and and then I had to to quit staring at whatever it was I was staring at. I I don't know. I've already lost track of that. How's it going, Chuck? It's going good. Seventy-two, well, seventy-four degrees today. It's going good. Yeah, it's it's been getting a little warmer during the day here lately, and that's hopefully going to give us some time to get some of these projects knocked out of the way, but we'll see what happens. Uh, last last week, uh, we we had the, the neighbor had a tree service in to have two trees taken out, and they had to come across our yard to get to them, so they nope. put down the yard armor and everything, but that doesn't do any good for the bobcat that was running around the yard. <laughs> and the uh, the one tree was about 70 feet tall. And after they picked up and left, we thought everything was good to go. And yesterday, I'm walking down between the two houses, and I find a hole with the bad ankle. <laughs> Probably lucky I didn't break it. Uh, yeah took three gallons of dirt to fill that thing back in from where they dropped a, a limb in it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So the anchor No, everybody's talking about lawn mowing. It got up. Ours hasn't... It's green. Hasn't really taken off growing yet. So I dropped the snowblower, serviced the tractor, looked outside. I worked with the Manticore yesterday just an hour or so digging two hours over in a spot just out of the box. That's all I wanted to do. Take it out of the box. Right. And See do what as 99% of most people do. Turn it on and go. Charge it and go. Then I did. I hit some wheat pennies and various other things and learning. I dug everything for the first hour and a half. I mean, now, everything is, that it and Is this a new spot or a spot that you've been to previously? Spot that I've been working. Okay. It's big. We're talking multiple acres. I'm talking huge spot, okay? Okay. And um, the one acreage that I was hunting yesterday is 32 acres. Okay. Okay. Today, I went back. I sat down with the manual. I put a program in. I called Frank on the way down. I ran about a 22 cents. The ground's very wet. It's not where I'm sinking wet, but it's it's wet. Right, it's and definitely so I just kept a low profile sensitivity, and I walked in. I popped a five Indian head. I popped a token. I got a couple wheats doing pretty well. One thing I'm noticing is hearkening back to one of the things the thirty thirty does and did, and if you're hunting where there's stubble, and you go along and you hit stubble hard, you'll get a quick beep. You'll get a false. The coil comes up, you get a quick 
just a quick little beep. So I just slowed down swing, was careful with that, no problems. And I, I got a Merc, I got another couple wheats, I got a bunch of the tokens out of the field. That's what they paid people with. And then at the end of the week, you turned your tokens in for your money. Oh, and, you have um, been on that area a few times. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So I wanted to see, and I picked that Indian up easily inches on edge. And I got a couple tokens that were 10, 12 inches down. And the Merc was not terribly deep. It was six inches. Now, was this before or after the manual? And kind this is of... after the manual. Okay. Set up a program that I thought was fitting for the area I worked in, and it was. And I blew several hours, got back, and, uh, and we had supper. Did a little grilling. Nice. So, and it was a good hunt, Jason. I had a good hunt today. Right. Well, on on a um, on a location that size is is this particular area of that an area that you feel like you've covered fairly thoroughly? Like, now the, there's several the, of us that have had permission to hunt this. But this area today is 38 acres. Right. You can hunt that 38 acres. They'll, they'll go through, they'll, they'll pull the cultivator through it. We can go back next year. It's like new for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, these big fields, uh, I wanted to get out because these boys are chomping at the bit. One of my customers is a seed corn dealer. He called and said, and he wants a manicure. And we were talking here, and I were talking, and he said, I've been putting 70 hours a week in. He said, it's crazy. These guys are chomping at the pit. Oh, yeah, they can't wait to get it out there in the field. Yep, and we're supposed to have, like, 10 days of drying here. Uh Uh-huh, and that's why they're chomping at the the pit. We'll be planted it's over with. Yeah, because as soon as they think they can get in there, they're in there, and you're done for the season until fall. Yeah. And the one section of that field I really wanted to hunt still has water standing. So right. that'll be gone. So I'll get over there and probably get a little bit of time on it because the one back end, I happened to stumble onto this. And we found back in there, there was an old shed and a couple other things. And it's overgrown and it's really swampy. And they loaded rail cars there back in that day, mm-hmm. the original rail for in fact it's still there and was there and that was their pay shack also and Even i wanted better. to hit that pretty hard but here no not in no, the cards this no time bigger than that today right so these targets that you're finding these are not necessarily targets that you missed because of settings or machine or anything like that anybody could have missed them Right, and and you just I mean, happened to hit them today, size. so they're you can't walk into that field and start a grid pattern and say you've covered it There's exactly way exactly. And you don't have well. There's a few things that are landmark in the field to me that I've hunted it and um, I worked around it, did well, and I can go right to it and continue to do a, a 
work around that area and expand it. And that's what I worked on today. And lo and behold, I'm pulling quite a bit out around it. And the Manticore was doing a very good job. I liked it very much. Um, comfortable hunt. Didn't wear on my arm. Comfortable unit to run. And uh, the only thing, like I said, I had to do a little bit with, you know, when you're swinging, if you pick that coil quick up and the 3030 would do this, you'd get a rise and it yeah. would bang on this one. It'd show 99 real quick and you'd, I stopped a couple times and I thought, hmm, that's different, but that's 3030-ish. And right. I just made sure I wasn't hitting the stubble hard where it jumped that coil in the air. Right. So it sounds like it's a good possibility that people that are looking for the manticore, if they're big into field hunting, they may want to grab a smaller coil if they're I was yeah, hunting this corn is just stubble. A stock coil. There's no as far as I know, no one's gotten any smaller coils or larger coils yet at all. Right. But maybe if we're lucky, there might be some available by Christmas. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm hoping for more manicores because I got a list that keeps growing, and right. um, no machines to make the list slow down. So, but it was fun, and uh, I'm not saying run out and ditch your 800 or 900 yet, but it did very well. But and so far, it sounds promising. It, it sounds yes, like oh yes. for... I talked to Frank. We talked. He's been. We've been batting ideas back and forth on discrimination settings and you know having the manual run through it i'm not watching some guy on youtube tell me how great the world is and his right. is the best i'm designing my own for the area i'm in just like frank's done down there and we were talking about what he's doing on the beach versus surprisingly he's not using beach mode at all he's he's going with a general search pattern and different discrimination and you can change that iron response on it and i like that i mean literally i yesterday i dug everything i had i i got rid of them today i had a double handful of square nails and some bolts and nuts and i found one large chunk of iron that fooled me today because it gave me it didn't break up it, it gave me a solid hit and it didn't show scatter and it laid just above the 12 line so I thought, well, I got to check this. Well, sure enough, here's a chunk of iron. So yeah. it was a good hunt. Well, it sounds like everything is promising then, like we've been hearing from Frank and what we're hearing from you and other people. It right. sounds like it's living up to the manufacturer's claims, which is a plus. I, I hoped that it would, because uh, I still be say it's going to be a beast in the field. And, and yeah, and it's quiet. And when it's a positive thing when you get a hit, bang. I mean, you know, right. you look, when it locks you on, it locks on. It locks on. I mean, it's none of, it, it's solid. And depth on some of it was really great. It really was. And I believe that uh, that was Wednesday we were talking about that. It may seem a, a bit strange to some users, but just because a machine has a specific mode that says beach or field, what have you, 
doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best mode to use right. in that. I had something like Frank's doing a different program on the beaches. I'm doing one that is just a general search pattern. Um, good for coins, that kind of stuff. It's in the field aspect. It did well today. So I enjoyed the hunt and uh, it's starting to live up to what is promised. I did take the put it in a five-tone bank and adjusted tones at the various bank levels, like the iron section, way low to a grunt. Next up, just a little higher, where the Indian heads and nickels lay. I ran that a little higher, and then, of course, on the upper end, I set it at 25, so I got a nice high pitch, and it worked, you know, it's, it's, if you're not staring at the screen and all of a sudden you get that high pitch, you stop, you hit, you look, oh, it's locked on. We're digging that. Right. It, it's at least something to kind of slap you and say, hey, look at the screen real quick. Right. And Frank, you're right. Use the mode that works. Yeah, and exactly. Get, yeah. People get kind of hung up on, on, on beach, beach mode. Yeah. I, and there have been plenty of machines that, just because it had a beach mode didn't necessarily mean that that's the mode that I was using when I was on beach. Now, the toughest question in the detectors out there right now, people call, I get, I get a lot of calls on this. What is the difference between the 8 and the 900? And I tried to explain to them how the 900 has been changed. The build on it's better. Um, you're not going to have the coil ear problems like you had before. Uh, the arm cuff is a solid arm cuff. Aftermarket arm cuffs um, probably Expand. not going to be much available unless they build one just like that one because it also has a stand integrated into right. it. Expanded and VDI you, as well as higher sensitivity rating. You know, that's what they're asking. Would you get rid of the 800 to go to 900? I said, that is going to be your call. Now, I want to always remind them for the price line, you're getting two coils instead of one. Right. They've upgraded the arm cuff. They've upgraded the coil so you aren't breaking coil ears or having to buy extra bits and pieces for the unit. The one thing I recommend to everybody, no matter six, eight, seven, nine hundred, or the Manticore, get one of the shrouds to protect the glass, even though they give you on the Manticore five of the lay on units right um, yeah that's an aftermarket thing that's well worth its value and in, in keeping it nice oh yeah usually when when i get a hold of a new machine that's the first thing i do is find a control box cover for it usually one of dean's because uh, he makes more nice nice i ran out of them so i gotta talk to dean and get some ordered in but uh nice but unit well, balanced, very nice. I like it. Nice. That is outstanding to hear. I finally feel like I can, when people call, they're asking questions, how easy, how hard, how do you do this? I can speak with them. With a little bit of experience. Yeah, and get a few more hours on it. And this one's already spoke for, so it's going out the door midweek. 
So you're you're not yet to the point where you feel like you know enough to be dangerous with it, but you're getting there. I'm getting there. Another another <laughs> trip in here. We're supposed to be all this week up in the eighties. I know nice. it's crazy. And uh, no complaints here. And Jill and I are already plotting out the garden and getting ready for all that. Oh and, boy, yeah. We uh But we I generally just... don't plant till mid May. Right. We get some killing frost here. Right in April. We've had heavy snows right in early May, so I no yeah. planting yet. Yep. And we we've been working on that ourselves and as a matter of fact we just got back before I dropped the link for the show from picking up uh, some fence posts and some fencing to to kind of secure the perimeter of the garden and things like that. And wouldn't you know it, like I said, I, I found that hole the other day with a bad ankle. And today I decided to pull to to go and I I did finally wrap it today, but then I turned around and decided to set an 80-pound roll of metal fencing on that foot and then proceed to roll it over the foot. Why? It wasn't on my list of things to do. I'm not sure how it got worked in there. That's the only question that comes to my mind. Why did you do that? Right. (laughs) I I had said... I had mentioned that to somebody else, and they just looked at me and they said, "That, yeah, that that sounds like that sucks." And, well, take my mm-hmm. word for it; it does. Don't do it. <laughs> I got a question from Shannon. Shannon, can you run it out of the box? Yesterday, I posted up a sure. quick couple little videos on Facebook, and that's out of the box. I got a 1924 weed, a 31 weed, a 1917 wheat, bang, 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 in an area that's even been hunted harder than a lot of areas, and they were deep, and that was right out of the box, no changes, turn it on, went to the general setting, heard the headphones, I charged it, of course, looked at the quick start guide, and I went hunting. I wanted to know, I always want to know, Right. How easy and how well does it work right out of the And it, it was doing just fine. Now, I dug a lot more. I didn't adjust any discrimination or do anything like that or change any tone settings or uh, switch into the iron, uh, like, bias setup or anything like that. I just ran it out of the box. Yes, I was getting coins, but, yes, I dug a lot more nails. And... People understanding got... what I was looking at all the time. Some of those nails laid so close to the 12 line, it was crazy. So I right. dug them. But I well, wanted and... to see what I was digging. I got a lot of pieces of lead, bullets, um, all kinds of stuff. So I, I did a lot of digging yesterday. I was a little sore when i come in. <laughs> and it wouldn't surprise me that some of them would lay close to the 12 line just because of how much moisture is in the environment right now. And yep. we know and how some well. of the mine labs like those these, old nails. Right. I ran a 21-22 on the sensitivity. No more than that. You can go way up on the sensitivity on that unit. Right. And 35, I believe it is. I didn't even attempt that. I haven't attempted that. With a real wet ground, sometimes less is more. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, you'll see it in the tiny items that you pick up. 
at great depths with a very high sensitivity. But now, exactly. sometimes you may be missing a tiny silver earring or a pendant or something. But if you crank right. it too high, it will drive you insane. Yeah, it's kind of like having the high beams on in the fog. But uh, people have got to remember, too, like we've said with other machines, and I think we even mentioned that Wednesday, too, that just because yep. you can take it right out of the box and turn it on and go, that's well and good, but you won't necessarily unlock the true potential of that particular unit until you start playing with the settings and starting to understand it more. And part of that yeah, is, so like you said, digging all your targets. Since yesterday, all the difference in the world. Trust me, it's all the difference in the world. I might have to do some more tweaking to the area I'm hunting in. And it's easy to, they've actually laid out a pretty decent manual compared to some in the past. And, what? Uh, Say it isn't so. Yeah. Wow. And it, it, it was a nice follow along there. Like I said, I didn't watch a YouTube video. This is my pattern. They go through here and they do this. No, today, this is my pattern. I didn't follow anybody else. I took the book and wanted to read it and go through everything and test everything. So this morning while I'm drinking coffee at about 6 a.m., I'm tuning a manicure. Right, because you have to tailor it for your environment, your conditions. This environment, that true being, potential. being programs and things, you might get close. But it isn't always the right one for your area coming out of California to Illinois and vice versa. Or right. from here to Florida beaches. Exactly. And I'm sure and yeah, that... Well, do cross the 12 line. And if you have a nail with a washer or a screw with a washer, that washer will really give you close to that 12 line. Because right. it's something that's clo uh, coin-sized. Exactly. It's circular and it's coin-sized. So it's it's coin-shaped and coin-sized. And that's what throws the machines off with that a lot of times. Well, it was a lot of fun. Nice day out. A little breezy, but that's all right. It was warm instead of being breezy and 40. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, it, the the past few days have been a a very welcome change. I mean, because it was oh, yeah. it was starting to get uh, it was starting to get get people a little envious. I think to see, well, especially me to see that like Bill was down south here in Ohio and and he was smoking, but it it was still a little too chilly to be doing that up here. The weather wasn't cooperating, but uh, we're finally on board. I believe. Yes. And I see Bill. The other Bill made it in tonight. ORH is in the house. Yep. Oh. Yep. He's Bill. he's finally made it in. He might have been a little wore down, though. He had to mow today. Oh, boy. Yeah. They must have been having a lot warmer weather down where we're at than we are up here because the grass is just, like I said, it greened up. Some of Jill's daffodils bloomed yesterday, today. It's just getting going. 
Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of spots in our yard that are getting tall enough that I I could mow if I had to, but the rest of the yard is low enough that I'm just letting it go, and maybe I'll mow next month. <laughs> yep. That sounds like a good time, but we are seeing leaves starting to uh, show up on the apple trees and different things like that. So we good. know it's just around the corner. Yeah, we're getting we're getting buds on the trees and that kind of stuff, and everything is going into high gear. So that's a good deal. But I thought I'd call in and just give you a little report on that manicure. Yes, I do like it. And the morels are popping too, Patrick is saying. I'm going to give it through this next two days of 80s, and I'm going out and looking. Right? Sounds right. So I'm going to go check. Because everything mm-hmm. stops. If the morels are up, we got to get morels. Mm-hmm. And you've definitely got prime weather for that i mean you've yep. got all sorts of moisture now mm-hmm. you're getting the the warm moisture into word for it Oof. yeah wet. oh yeah yeah matter of fact that's how i found the other holes from where they had dropped limbs because you could look around and see puddles of water and know <laughs> okay there's another one better get another bucket of dirt so that's that's what well, I got the, to the spend the last couple found of days. Was the hard for. way. Yeah, yeah. Didn't need to find any more like that. No, sir. No, Especially sir. when you're carrying, you know, a couple of buckets in one hand and a shovel in the other hand, and <laughs> everything <laughs> <Okay>. goes flying. <laughs> oh boy! <sighs> but what do you do? Yep, so yep, I've yep. I've been doing I've been doing my share of digging, but it's it's not been that kind of digging. Nope. So anyway, it was a good day. It was fun. Been fun working with the manicure. Finally, I just finally pulled one out and talked to a guy that's in line for it, and he goes, "If you can set a program up in there for me to start with and show me how," I said. I couldn't do that before, but you give me, you know, there's going to be a few hours on your machine. We'll take care of you on that, and I'll set it up and cut you loose. So he's tickled. He didn't have time anyway this week. Nice. Seed corn. So I'm working with it and being careful with it. But, yeah, I like it. It's living up to everything. It's living up to Frank's hype. (laughs) Right. That's what we like to hear. Yep. Definitely. You yep. see John Ramoska's in the house. I see that. Ha. Huh. John, how you doing, buddy? I'll be at your hunt, by the way. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm back. sure he's Three tickled to hear that. His hunt. I'll be in England earlier. They moved that forward from the 6th of September for 10 days, so I'll be back just a few days before their hunt. Hmm. Cutting it close. Yep. Night there, Michael. He's leaving us. So yeah, we'll anyway, see you, Mike. I'll get out of here so we can keep your show short. Yeah, I think Happy that's what we're... to you and all yours, Josh. And the and same to you and Jill. And everybody out there, don't forget the reason for Easter. And uh, then go out and be a chocoholic for a while. <laughs> I've already yeah. done that. 
Yeah, Tam Tam was definitely working hard doing some chocolates and cookies and all sorts of stuff this weekend. Yep. Very good and stuff. Actually, since that storm hit us Friday, because she had some people that wanted different things, cookies, rolls, stuff like that, that she's going, well, we can't, I got to get this done now and let, in case that, that next storm comes through and puts us out of power. People are wanting these, you know, by or before Easter. That's right. So. And don't forget, we got the raffle going on the Manticore for the Detecting the Heartland Hunt. And you get in on it early, you can. The only place I've announced it is on your page yet. So we'll we'll move forward from there. And, uh, again, happy Easter. Have a great night. Be safe out there, and I'll talk to you later, Josh. All right. Thanks for the call, Chuck, and uh, happy Easter to you, Jill and Travis. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, night off. definitely a uh, a nice update there from Chuck on what his thoughts are on the Manicore. I still say it's going to be a beast in the field. I'm still excited to see how it's doing. Definitely. And like Chuck said, don't forget the the uh, the raffle for the Manticore has begun. That will be raffled off at the DTH hunt. You can purchase tickets online if you would like. Get a hold of Chuck, uh, whether that's by paying online or by sending check. However you want to do it, whatever works for you to get yourself into the running, you do not have to be present at the hunt to win. Uh, I know last summer, swing into summer, the Deus 2 that was being raffled off was done very similarly this way, and the winner was actually a listener of the show that had purchased a couple of tickets through the online option. He got a hold of Chuck, got his tickets, and hey, it worked out for him. He was one very, very happy camper. Other than that, we did say we were going to make it a short show tonight, so we wish everyone a very happy Easter. Hopefully they, it was a safe Easter. So see how it goes. I agree, Jason. The Manicore is going to be killer. It will be a beast in the field. Until the next one, we're going to roll. Don't forget Frank, Steve, Ronnie, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Multicasting. Facebook, YouTube, DA Live. Shelly and Dawn, can you dig it? Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're here Wednesdays, Sundays, as time and weather allow. Ah. <sighs> We'll see what happens. Have a wonderful evening, folks. We're out of here.